Episode Reclamania 316, brother. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> I'm Jeremy. He's Manny. We're still coming off a high. We were just ripping wrestling cards, so it's going to take a little while to get back into the, the normal swing of things. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? Card levity, all that stuff. Your turn. Take over. <laughs> how, how, how's it going? Yeah. Episode 316, you kind of ruined it because you were doing a break, and I bought Stone Cold Steve Austin chasing that kaboom lifestyle little did i know jeremy and courtney did not hit a kaboom of any sort but they pulled some heat they got what is it the five time five time five time five time five time five time i'm gonna get you sucker little booker (laughs) t auto for jason with dci happy to hit that for him yeah the rich get richer right Oh, dude, tell me about it. Tell me about it. It's, it's always fun. You know what's cool is we decided we were going to have wrestling going on in the background. So we picked, like, one of the most legendary Monday Night Raws of all time. Yep. And quite frankly, I kept getting distracted by what was going on. Like, yeah, these cards are cool, but, like, you have Miss Kitty. You've got Vinnie Mac beefing with the fa- family. You've got Test proposing to Stephanie. It's just all sorts of hell breaking loose. Austin coming out with Linda. Triple H and his broken leg battling, you know, the rock. I saw, well, I looked up, I was uh, doing some things because I'm like listening. I look up and it's like these 50, 40 year old women that look like they could squat me or power, power lift me that were doing like a swimsuit contest. Like what is going on? The days of wrestling back in the day. It was, it was like nonstop. And then they pulled out this faction that was like, I think it was like short lived, but it was like called the mean street posse. And they were like Shane's friends and they grew up like totally silver spoon. Like, you don't know what it's like to grow up in the mean streets of Greenwich, Connecticut. I think it was like Joey abs and Pete gas. And like, you know, they're wearing like khakis and like sweaters and button up shirts. Just like, yep. Just quality, quality. The John Morant yeah. of the wrestling world. That is 110% correct. So it was a good time. And, you know, again, anybody who participated, supported, you know, just dropped in to hang out. Appreciate you all very, very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that chat, by the way. Your guys' community on Drip, it just it it's crazy because it didn't fall off of what you had at whatnot. Whatnot, you had this good community. You decided that we're not gonna do this anymore for reasons that you could you guys could say. I, I can't put words in your mouth, but you got to drip and it just seems like the community grew even better. Yeah, I mean, it's like you just try to have a good time and do right by people. And when you make people feel good, and you know, it's not exactly we're breaking the bank over here. It's not like we're going to be cruising in a limo or taking private jets, breaking, you know, you know, 50 and 75 dollars boxes and making 10, 20 bucks. But you know what it does is it's like you build camaraderie, you get in, you, you know, you shoot the shit, you have a good laugh. And, you know, people tend to maybe buy from you or help support and breaks that they, might not necessarily participate in and you just look out for people once in a while somebody gets skunk so we're gonna do a free break you know and anybody who shows continued support you know like such as yourself or Mm -hmm. or 504 whiskey will and some of those folks look out for them you got new buyers this this time too so yeah shout out will uh nxt will too so he joined in and 
got a couple. Didn't he get a spot or two? Oh, he did the Disney break last night. Absolutely owned it. It was, it was like almost doing a personal. Was it? Okay, that's awesome. He didn't tell me about that. Yeah, real good dude. And so, you know, we had Big John's new homeowner. And oh, yeah. You know, like buying a house is expensive. And yep. so we had him jump on. So it was, it was really cool, man. Big John's everywhere. Every live stream I jump in, there's Big John. That's a lot coming from you because you're everywhere. No, no, no. He's everywhere. He's I, I will join like cousin collectibles. He's on there. I'll join uh slab socks. He's on there. He he's on our lives when we go live. I appreciate him. That's someone that you kind of like love in the hobby and love that he's doing well and that he got his house. So shout out you, Big John. Yeah, congratulations, man. It's exciting times for you and your family. Yeah. How how is the hobby for you? Because me, I'm like I do want to say I'm like kind of pushing back a little bit because the nationals around the corner and I'm getting like, not the fear of missing out, but more of the fear that I don't have enough to take to the national because I'm like, shoot, I better stop buying stuff. So I think our game plan is, and it's still subject to change, but without like having that final, like, okay, this is, this is what we're going to do dialed in. I think there's going to be a lot of buying before the national because the last few years everybody just tries to dump stuff so they have money for the national it's funny because before that you were talking about using a consignment to just move a lot of products so you could get liquid for the national i think the expectation is probably going to be to buy a lot up to the national bring a couple cards throw them in a show uh, a showcase and then you know like obviously if a, a monster deal or or some values there to be had otherwise just kind of go and network and have a good time with the people are you so i I do have a question in the future do you ever see you and courtney getting a table at the national because i feel like this is coming from me a lot of people there at the national are there to like it's kind of like our reunion our yearly reunion so it's like i don't think there's a lot of buy there's big cards that are being bought right but i don't think it's like everyone's going at like a typical card show I don't know, man. I, I love the idea of like working at a national just because I love transacting. I love the idea of just like nonstop buying, selling, trading. But, you know, I think what I'm hearing is like 2000 bucks for a showcase. Yeah. Like, I don't know if that if that makes sense for us right now. I like the idea, but I'm, we're very fortunate. We've got a lot of good relationships with people who are more than willing to let us throw a handful of cards in there. And I think that makes the most sense because what the national I think is going to turn into and it already is is like a giant hobby family reunion where as much as i'm excited about the cards i'm more excited to go hang out with you and don and maybe whip don's ass in an arm wrestling match or you know like you know go 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 do something outside of cards and get to hang out with the people that you don't normally get to see in person routinely and on a side note don i'm not going to arm wrestle you you know, you guys calm down with your testosterone. I think it's I know. so childish. They have so much testosterone in our chat. They, <laughs> I have, uh, speaking of our chat though, um, what would be cool is like what, like kind of what you're saying, but we're going to have like, we're going to plan a night. And I think Bro Namath is planning it where we all go to a restaurant, to his friend's restaurant mm-hmm. and just all eat. Like I, I'm more excited about hanging out with the, the hanging out with the boys. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I truly am, like, anything that I want to buy, we've been 
very yeah. fortunate and blessed to be able to buy. And then because there's enough shows. And so I want to fight that urge of wanting to be caught up in the moment at the national. Cause here's the thing. I'm not gonna be able to grind at the national because everybody's going to stop and say, hello. Wow. But you're not going to be able to go and do like what you would do at a show. Like I can go get lost in a show where nobody knows who the hell I am. Yeah. Run some AirPods and like, you know, dig through the boxes at the national people are going to know, and they're going to be hunting us down because they want them too thick joints. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. 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 We got some good stuff planned and we just figured out something out. So we might even have some more. <laughs> yes. So I think, um, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think I, 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 if we get to that point one day where we have to rent one of those massive safes and you know, me and Courtney are just there slanging hundreds of thousands, doing millions of dollars of deals in a weekend. Like yeah. that's a true come up. Yeah. I mean, I can only imagine like you're, uh, I listened to that. I know you gave me crap before, but I listened to that fund your cards. I'm curious how he's going to do at the national that that's going to be like, cause people, if he's there, right. If I go and Hey, Hey, I have all these cards. These vendors are selling at like 80%. Can you get the best quality like here's my cards. Can I come? Can you come buy this card for me? Yeah. And you get more money from him selling. Dude, so we're actually we're gonna try it, and I don't want to say what the card is, and it's not anything like it's nothing like massive, but I found a card that I wanted, and instead of like trying to go out and like sell seventy five cards or dip into money that's not allocated for it because it's a PC card, it's gonna be like. All right, man, and we're gonna document it. Like, let's mm -hmm. see how this process works. Yeah. That, you know, I've got plenty of horsepower or you know, money in the form of cards. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, let's let's see how it is. So I look forward to you know sharing that over on the reckless YouTube. That'd be awesome because it's like you could sell at the national at 70, 60 percent, or you could do a trade with uh Shay and uh Empire, get most probably better comps because they don't care about the card they just want their money yeah so, and then they could go with you and buy the card <laughs> you know that was fascinating i was thinking about it like can you imagine getting to a point and i think extraordinary cards does that too where it's like there is no attachment to the cards it's just a yeah. value i don't care what the card is if i know i can get x out of it and i can increase value on every deal let's do it and i'm yep. like i'm nowhere near that i am no. nowhere near because i see a card I'm like oh this is so cool i want to hold all oh, this is so sweet all oh, that's so sick mm -hmm. like i'm in a spot now where i'm like i mean i probably should sell a card or two you know to pay for some grading i'm like i don't want to i want to hold it a, a little bit longer that's how i feel with the tcg stuff but i because i'm i'm emotionally attached by the way you're we might have another episode with brandon coming up because you promised within a month i think we're reaching that month time frame that you would finish demon slayer so i do have to give you uh, access so you can watch that last season because I almost cried the last season, by the way, or the last episode yesterday. I was, I was, and don't laugh because Brandon got a hold of me too. And it's like, dude, that was emotional. I was like, it was. So, hey, I found my safe space a little bit yesterday because oftentimes I'm always usually the weird one that doesn't like anything, but oh, there was like a nice happy in that what? chat way you were happy in that chat when they start talking about movies I can yes tell. so like they were talking about like the amount of people that hated camping and fishing i'm like check and i'm like i would choose death over doing participating in those terrible activities <laughs> and then like like last night i don't know if you saw it like one in the morning it turned into like 
movies and TV shows that you've never watched or will not watch. And I'm like, hold my beer, boys, because I am the biggest hater in the world. Anything that's popular ever, I have yeah. never watched, nor will I watch. They called me Johnny Drama from Entourage, but I have yeah. no idea who that is. I didn't, I've never seen Entourage, so okay. I went... I went and looked at like best moments because I'm like, who's it? What's Vadim calling me right now? So that's well, Vinny's brother, and he's kind of just like he can't make it on his own, so he just like kind of hang like so entourage. He's part of the entourage, and so he's kind of like a, a boob, and he's always kind of like goofy, and so. <laughs> Is that why he called Brandon v- Vinny? Yeah, I guess. Oh, so. okay, I get it now. What a piece of. I'm shit. not sure. Like he doesn't strike me as an Ari though. They called him Ari, and Army Ari is just like this hot-headed like. You sure? One of my, yeah, one of my favorite characters. Who who's the in our group? Who's the kid that wears the hat? Because that dude was funny too. Turtle? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. You don't know? All right. But <laughs> I guess I'm dr- I guess I'm uh what is his name? Johnny Drama. Drama. Johnny, yeah, Johnny Drama. I guess but... I'll be Turtle. I'll be Turtle, like because in the movie he goes on, he gets in really great shape, and then he just becomes filthy rich. And gets oh, his arm snapped by Ronda Rousey. So <laughs> <laughs> I need to start watching that because you you guys are talking about The Sopranos too, and I've only seen like two episodes. Isn't that crazy? And I love like mob stuff. So do I. That was like we went Sopranos into Boardwalk Empire, and then like any like spinoff or any characters that were in those like movies that were associated with those things made for real easy conversation. Yeah, never. I, seen you know what I feel like right now? I feel like we're having a breaking wax episode because just conversation has nothing to do with cards. You, that was a good episode too by you guys. You guys were talking about like your glory days of high school. He's talking <laughs> about was it Willis McGahee or somebody you know running for five touchdowns and six hundred yeah. yards on their homecoming? And I was like, what the hell are we? What are we doing? <laughs> like I told you, breaking wax. Go go follow his podcast if you have it. He is the Joe Rogan of the card space because you get on and uh we've both been on twice right you've you've been on with reckless and then you've been on with too thick i was on too thick and then myself but it's like uh the conversation goes anywhere like anything that pops in his head he'll on the spot he'll bring up he started talking about extend because his bottle said extends on i don't know if you saw that i posted that in the story and i was like hey man let's go get that hymns bag there's more money and, you know, actually, I look forward to is, like, because he said he's going to reach out and he wants to just do one with court. Yeah. So, like, you, I don't I don't even want it without me. Like, I don't even want to know where that thing's going to go. Oh, yeah, that's pretty – that's going to be wild. Yeah. Especially if Courtney had, like, an energy drink beforehand. It's, she will. Just going wild. So. Yeah, court's new thing is to, like, have her tea or coffee in the morning and then, like, on the Wednesday midday is to knock out a Red Bull and then lose her mind. <laughs> Like, and then Hogan videos. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh man, that video was spectacular. It was absolutely it was cool. spectacular. Yeah, it was awesome. She did a great job. She's like, should I post this? I'm like, hell yeah! I mean, that's who you are. You're a Hulkamaniac. You said your prayers. You took your vitamins. You know what I mean? Like, we're we're having fun with this in, Next- in a world where everybody's angry about something. You know, like, oh, you look like you're having fun, so I'm angry. We're just over here, like, having yeah. a good time. Trying to do yeah. right by people. <laughs> you got to have the. Um, I want you to do the next one, but that hawk promo, or not the hawk, the rock, where he's like he's like this and comes up with the weird face and starts doing the imitation. I need that from you. Yes, for the next break. I love the one where he's like he's talking. He does like 
Kevin Nash's impression of him, Razor Ramon and Hulk Hogan run right after another. It's like one of my favorite like promos of all time. Yeah, yeah. It's I mean it's it's crazy how good he was. And I was just watching uh, Raw because you guys were doing the break. You know who's good at on the mic? L.A. Knight. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. He, I never really like knew about him because I'm. I watch it on and off, but he's actually really good at on the mic. The crowd was going nuts for him. That's awesome. Yeah. So he he's he's the one that goes yeah, yeah. Keeps <laughs> <laughs> going yeah. I actually haven't watched a lot of um, new Raw. I, I I catch some of the big stuff here and there, but the actual like Raw on a weekly basis, like. I'm so far behind on any storyline that like, if I, even when I try to watch it, I'm like, man, so it's like, it's gotta be like a big name. I'm actually more intrigued. I was more intrigued about CM Punk's return to AEW Saturday night. And then like, you know, he's absolutely filthy on the mic. So mm-hmm. that's what I want to start collecting. And then we go back to sports. Look at that. Look at us. AEW is coming out with uh, on June 30th. I believe so. It's AEW metal. And I'm pretty pumped because I love AEW. The PMGs, the, all that's coming out in AEW. I think you should get a couple box, boxes to rip. I'm down, man. Wrestling's so much fun. It is so much fun. And this break was cool because a lot sold. And so you only had to auction like a few pieces off. So it was like, did the whole break in less than an hour, which was yeah. which is fun. Way better than your hundred and some wrestler sale that you did. Hey. Sometimes, sometimes they hit. Sometimes they don't. I, 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 were, I made out on that that break, so I'm okay with it. Yeah, you crushed that. I don't know what the hell you're complaining about. <laughs> the the time I was up at like three in the morning, still watching the break. That's okay. I, you're, you're, you're well. You know, the worst was uh, we did a case break of Absolute one time, and it like it sold out like on a Sunday night on eBay, and it was the one and only time we did an auction on eBay, and it was like. Really, we were just trying to cast a wide net and see like what kind of interest there was, and it was like our description is like it'll break when we, uh, you know, when it fills. Yeah. And so it was like it was towards the end of the Courtney and I each did the seventy five hard, and we were down to like maybe the last two weeks, and yep. so we were we were out walking at nighttime, and it was like nine o'clock at night, and like like three people hit the buy it now. And bought the spots. And so we like, we we're like, oh, we rushed home, got cleaned up, and we ran the break. Yeah. And it was like every four or five hours. And we were, we had like multiple cameras set up because we were streaming on like Facebook, YouTube, and somewhere else. And so we hit a downtown right away. Or it was like a downtown or a kaboom. And it's we case- hit like one of the first packs. And I was like, hell yeah. I'm like, we might hit a couple of them. Like, I think we hit, like, one numbered card out of, like, 250. And then, yeah. like, everything else was based, dude. It was a ping-pong table worth of cards to yeah. sort and separate. Isn't that crazy? Like, I mean, that's when I get nervous when I drip my TCG. I'm like, please don't. Please don't hit the case hit so early. Because then I'm not going to want to rip anything else. It's almost all the same. Well, I, I didn't realize this is something that I had heard at the last show. And... um I think Dave and Adams is doing something now, but there, I didn't realize there's so many people that will, and I don't want to say so many people, but I guess there, it's been known that some people open a case yep. and the moment they hit the case hit, they stop ripping and then piece out the boxes. Really? And I, I never actually thought of that until like maybe 
a few months ago, we were selling some sealed wax and a guy was like, he wanted to know if it came from a sealed, a sealed case. And I was like, I was told it was, but I don't know for sure. And like, he actually ended up getting uh, um, a kaboom, which was, which was really cool. made me feel good. And also led credence to like, that we're honest, but I think it's like Dave and Adams or steel city. One of those guys offers a service that they guarantee your box for an extra cost came from a sealed case. So like, you don't know that the case hit was already pulled. That's cool. Yeah. I like that. They, I know when, cause people, when people break, I've done it before and I know multiple people I watched, like if it's a case break and they're ripping box by box, I'll sit there and watch and see if anything's been pulled. And then at the end you could easily snipe. And I, sometimes I feel bad about it because there's people that are like buying like first box, second box, third box. And I, I would feel bad at that point, but if it's just a mix, you could actually make out your, your odds would be a lot better if you just hold off. I will, I will never be a successful breaker. I'm far too ethical and I just don't I know. have that last click of like that, like business mentality where, well, they know like, it's hard for me to say they know the inherent risk that's on them if they choose to spend their money, because we all know, like, if you buy into a break, like if I buy into a break and I get skunked, I expect nothing from the breaker. Yeah, you know same. what I mean. However, when you sell the break, you feel awful if like not everybody gets a case hit. Yeah, and I'm always like, all right, let me throw in this. Let's let's make it this. Let's do that. Yep. And that'll always stop us from being like. I think it'll lead to like you know very, very devoted, you know community. I think it'll lo- like it'll lead to you know like solid outings. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I would much rather have than like, you know, flash in the pan, get rich, people feel ripped off and, you know, you help be a part of the problem, I guess. Exactly. Well, know. did you, did you see that? Uh, it kind of reminded me when you talked about Dave and, Dave and Adams, how do you, I see bounties everywhere. Right. And the bounty, the new bounty is that stupid Lord. Uh, I shouldn't say stupid. Cause I actually would, It'd be kind of cool to pull it, but that Lord of the Rings card, that one of one, and then how everyone now is like, because it's been news for like half a year, they reprinted like some fakes already. (laughs) Isn't that crazy? I don't don't know how much of that is real. I have yet to see, and I'm not saying that it hasn't happened. I've yet to see anybody actually share like, hey, this is a check that so-and-so cut me for this bounty. That is true. Well, no, I think... uh... The Drew Jones, there was a check. Well, it was like the big check. Uh, David. Oh, so they, 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 the guy did get his quarter million for it? Yeah, they went to his card shop in Ohio okay. and bought the card. And then they had like one of those big checks, which I don't know. Really? You can't cash the big checks, right? It's just that's for show. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it just reminds me Happy Gilmore oh, you, when he had all the checks and he's throwing them in his car. In the back of his car or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that's I saw that. But Dave and Adams, the same people are this bounty is a million dollars for this one on one Lord of the Rings card because an ex NFL player, Cassius, he's big, he's he's uh, he's good friends with the Ludix guys. Um, yeah, he's like the Pokemon guy or whatever. Magic, yeah, the magic. He's always on, right. I, I see him on TikTok now breaking for people, but he he got a bounty, he has a bounty for a Half a million. So then David Adams like raised it to a million. Wow. 
And then I was laughing because I went on it like you scrolling through TikTok and I saw him breaking the product for people. Imagine pulling the card in his break and he has a little bounty and you're like, no, nope, send it over. I'm going to send it to David Adams. I vote for like the next WWE release or AEW, whether it's like Powerhouse Hobbs or Knobs, whatever the hell his name is, or like Otis. We put out like a $25 McDonald's gift McBucks for an That's Otis Super Factor or something. The AEW, the AEW box, the metal. We'll just make a graphic and say, we got a bounty. <laughs> yeah. Get our name in the news. We'll put, it has to be like, it can't be like regular U.S. currency. It's got to be McBucks or Arby's Cash or yeah, 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 yeah. King Dollars or Dairy Queen Wood Tokens or whatever the hell they have. What would a, what would a Thickolo like? The biggest thing a Thickolo like? A steak dinner with uh, some some uh No. No, they're they're eating baconators, man. You think so? Yeah, like like baconators, something like that. They're not so eating any filet. They might eat like a skirt steak or some like low cut, you know. So, so we'll give a uh, Wendy's gift card with uh, a case of light beer of their choice. Yeah, it's gotta be like old Milwaukee or Pabst or you know Miller Light, <laughs> yeah, Bush Light, something like that. Bush latte. All right, yeah, let's do that for. For Otis, for an Otis out of 10 or something like that. Yes, let's make that happen. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Oh. So I have a bone to pick with you. Oh, boy. Your cut of what athlete would you want to be? We, we, as a team, failed to provide, like, the full context. So I was what getting shit from, like, what's that? What did I do? Like I think, like I think, if somebody didn't listen to the episode fully, they didn't quite understand what we were getting at. That's I think we should. Well, it's not anybody's problem. I'm just saying it was like of the four major sports, and then people went down sports that don't even exist in America. Shit, that's not even real competitive, competitive eating, and it was like no, we were just talking like the four, the the main four sports. But I know. got so many responses. By the way, I wanted to bring them up this episode. Yeah, and so. Not really a bone to pick, but we just need to make sure that we clarify things better because, you know, the Thickalos aren't exactly um, in whole. They're not all. They're like us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it's it. like the blind leading the blind. <laughs> I do want to ask that poll we ran the last time I saw. Did you anybody say yes? I don't think so. I think I. I think I might have. <laughs> Were you only yes for yourself? No, 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 I put no, but there's yes, no, and then you had a no. Like, no, that's a dumb question. Manny's yeah. always wrong or whatever. Yeah, I put – I was the – no, I actually put no. I agreed with someone. Yeah. I know. So, I don't think anyone put yes, which is okay. But you – so, starting pitcher, I got – I think – who was it? Avery. Dennis put DN, defensive end, which surprises me that – a lot of our like thickalos wouldn't put something that would be easy. Everyone was putting some hard positions here. Yeah, <laughs> like you went starting pitcher because you didn't have to pitch every fifth day, or you had to pitch one one game out of every yeah. fifth day. I put backup quarterback. I was even thinking kicker at one point or a punter because what you punt and then you move on. Punter's not bad, but you still yeah. got to catch the ball. You're going to get your ACL rocked at some point in time because somebody's like running into the kicker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That's actually not bad. That one's not bad. 
It's not horrible. No. So there. What else did I get? Oh, I got an MMA cage fighter in my DM saying they want to be a cage fighter. I was like, that that boxers make cool. significantly more, man. That doesn't. Yeah, that doesn't sound. Yeah, but boxing, your boxing is like you know CTE. You know the repeated blows to the dome. <laughs> Wait. So you really got someone eating competition? Yeah, dude, I got all sorts of weird stuff. The, gl- the, the glizzy gobblers came out in full effect. Yes, the glizzy <laughs> gobblers were out. And shout out to Austin, who quickly identified why the episode was labeled what it was. But Austin, being a thickolo, didn't listen to the whole episode where I gave the insult at the end and like said this competition is no longer active. But you know, shout out to him for still reaching out. I love Austin. He's so he sent me a text message. It's like, I know why the episode. And he sends me a screenshot. It's your following count. Did anybody tell Jeremy? I was like, did you tell Jeremy? No. I was like, well, tell Jeremy. No. So I got to make sure I get with Courtney. I think Austin, we're going to get him into like one of the free breaks for, you know, you know, participating. I love it. I like it. So we've got the, we're going to be at the Avery show in Lansing this week. I hope people come by and say, what up, what up? Hello, hello. Manny's yep, yep. giving everything away because he's trying to get uh, money for grading. So that's cool. Yeah, TNT's basically dr- sucking me dry. Yeah, I mean, you might as well just have your money um, go directly. Like, if you want to pay Manny, just send it over to TNT. Pretty that's much. Going anyway. <laughs> it literally is. <laughs> so. I like, we're, we're legitimately 30 minutes into an episode. We had one topic and haven't even touched on it yet. That's a good thing. That means we haven't talked to each other in a while. I feel like it's been a while since I've talked to you. So how about we do this? How about we start with thickest of the week? Because we have a thickest of the week. And then yes. we close with the, the one topic that we have if we get there. Okay, okay. Present. So this is Jeremy's. Th- Hold on. i got to make it official. Hold on. Boom. It's not mine. This is the too thick thickest of the week. Okay, Jeremy found this. And it's actually amazing when he sent it to me. Is that better? That, yeah. I just, I, I love, there's one thing in here that just makes it super thick. Super thick. All right. All right. So this is Manny's guy, Saucy Santana. He re- received a $25,000 check and ultimately no-showed due to a delay in a flight, allegedly. Now, the thing that goes, just an awful picture to put, but I do, I do appreciate the bucket of chicken. And we'll get to the chicken wow down. So my man, my man misses the concert. You know what I mean? And there's some other stuff in there, but get down. I want to get to this man's rider. And so a rider is something like when Manny shows up at Lansing, he's got a list of requests for them to fulfill. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, he had to get private car because he refused to take Uber Black. And I can appreciate that because I'm not trying to ride around Uber Black. Okay. So here's Here's the rider. The stuff on top, totally, totally acceptable. You're a musician. This is what you need. But I love the combination. He wants one bottle of Clase Azul, two bottles of 1942 Don Julio, 12 cans of Red Bull, one case of Fiji water, chilled. He wants them on the dressing room and on the stage, a case of Coca-Cola, one orange juice, apple juice, assorted fruit platter. And then I just, I love, because when I'm thinking of like, Don Julio and Red Bull. I just need me some Popeyes. And I love like the, the, the white and dark meat, biscuits, mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, gravy and fries. All right. Cool. Handheld electric fan. 
Like, I don't know, like you're sweating because you, all that stuff you're putting into your body. Vaseline, cocoa butter gel, the degree deodorant spray, women's. I love that because I'm trying to figure out what the hell's there. The towels, I'm cool with. The hookah flavors, I'm cool with. But it's the last one that gets me. It's the 50 wings to go. To go. (laughs) I absolutely love that. It's not like, it's not like, cool, we're going to eat while we're there. It's like, we're going to get you so we get that road shake and go home and feed the kids. (laughs) Is that not thick behavior or what? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Look. Oh, I I don't, this has to, like, I... Is this Classe Azul like that fancy tequila and like the with the bell? Like, I, I just I, I I love it's just like we want we want liquor and chicken, which you know like if if you just said that like liquor and chicken makes for a good night. But what's like, the orange juice and apple juice? I, I maybe as chasers or mixers. Okay. The degree Vaseline butter. Oh, I mean that I get. But the, the women's deodorant, is that a thing? Is that something that I'm missing? Do dudes wear women's deodorant? I I don't think. I don't think so. But you know what? Do you mind? Can I go to our resident uh, deodorant expert? Courtney? Yes. Yes. Hey, Court? <laughs> Do men wear women's deodorant? Is that a thing? Hey, stinky pits. Ah, Courtney said maybe it's because of the pink tax you make them spend a couple extra bucks. The what tax? Pink tax. What is the pink tax? Oh boy, like products that like males and females use. Typically, yeah, yeah. female stuff, even for the same stuff, is charged more. It's called pink tax, bro. Really? Didn't yeah, I'm not. Ha- I'm not having this conversation with you. I'm not going to misrepresent. But fifty wings to go. I didn't know about this pink tax. So I, you know, what we should do is we should do a, our own rider. Yes. Like, like, hey, Dennis, hey, you know what? Too Thick is coming to Lansing. This is what we need. Hey, Brad, Too Thick is coming to Ship Shawana. This is yes. what we need. I like Le- it. Levi, you want me to come up to Traverse City again? This is what we need. Yep. For Johnny Fords? Johnny Fords? This. Yeah, we're setting up July 12th. We are yeah, going to be out there July 12th. I'm gonna have to hit them with that rider. Ludex, oh, the no, Skyline Matt. show. Matt, you know my guy, Beef yeah, Supreme. Matt. Beef you Supreme, know. you got me excited about. I got a bone to pick with Beef Supreme because he was hating on Canes, on our comments, hurting my feelings, and you told me the first ever the first ever Skyline show they had. They catered Canes. I've been there. I haven't got Canes once when I was there. They did. They did. They had. They had Canes. We didn't get it because we went to Bona. I cannot believe it. And I'm glad that I didn't skip out on Bona for Canes because, like, mediocre chicken ain't all that. All right. Him and Jason were all like, uh, Duncan, Duncan, Duncan. And I was like, Beef Supreme, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about because every time I see you, you're you're drinking Biggie B or Big B or whatever the hell that stuff is. Or, I mean, he did – wasn't it him that went out all the way to Starbucks and Shipshawana, which is, like, 50 minutes, and he came back with your – Starbucks or was that Grubhub? He had it delivered. No, he had Biggie B delivered. And I asked him for with cream. 
and it was black, and the coffee was bad and couldn't stand on its own without a little bit of cream to cut I mean, down the nastiness. At, at least Matt got you and Courtney coffee while I just sat there as he's passing it to you guys. Like, thanks, thanks, Matt. Hey, man. <laughs> Matt, Matt. <laughs> I I even did you did you hear when I uh I basically promoted Ludux to a guy. So we were talking, and uh, a guy comes over and scans our cards with all. And I was like, what are you doing with that? He's yeah. Like, well, it's all. And I was like, do you know who this is? <laughs> I said, I said, why aren't you on Ludix? And he's like, what's Ludix? And then I looked right at Matt, and I was like, there you go, Matt. <laughs> so we did that the other night when he got on. Every time he would bid on something, I'd be like, Ludix, Ludix, Ludix. Yeah, no. <laughs> something, and then he wasn't bidding. And like Courtney was talking about, I'm like shut the hell up! Like yeah. you're not paying us for this time. The yeah, hell out of so you you mentioned alt. One of my favorite things to do now is because like Varus swaps getting like really bad. Like it's becoming incredibly like difficult to do deals. It's like people are out of their damn minds. Yeah. One thing, my favorite thing to do is people. Like I had a card the other day where it, like a nine recently sold at like $700 at bids. I've got a 10 and he's like, well, the alt value says this. And so I'm like, okay. Like, and I was very friendly and I'm like, you know, blah, 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 blah. Hey, just out of curiosity, what do you know about alt value and card, uh, card ladder value? Yeah. Like you're talking about this thing. What do you know about it? Have you done any? And so finally he was just like, I don't know. I'm like, all right. So let's not do this anymore so that's my new favorite thing when people like are clearly um just relying upon some information that they don't know because in that moment they feel like it benefits them i just like i like to poke and pry a little bit and like what's your understanding of this what's your like the alt card value you know like the confidence level what you know do you understand what that actually is or how they derive at that number yeah you don't okay thank no. you well the, the only thing i like about alt when you're doing it, as you could see recent sales, but you don't know if they're shield or not. That's another thing that people don't look at. I, I actually, I don't know. I think people need to understand what AI learning is because it can be manipulated. If I see someone looking at alt value, I probably won't sell to them is kind of what I came to conclusion about. I'm just, I'm, I'm prepared. Like I know it's out there and I don't want to be a complete old curmudgeon. But like you, you run into people who are willing to have a conversation. It's like it's a good tool if there aren't any comps. Yeah, and both people like okay, this is a reference point for us to both start at. And like, like I'm telling you, that last Skyline show, Courtney and I did a deal. It took us about 90 minutes, and it wasn't like 90 minutes because it was bad back and forth. It was like there was a lot of cards that didn't have comps, and so we were finding comparable players. Yep. We were using like you know what we were more so card ladder like as a reference point on certain cards. Hey, are we agreement here? And just having like a very open dialogue and it made it nice. And then like, you know, then you have the guys who just come up and are like, well, alt says the cards this. Exactly. I look, you got to look at everything, do your mm -hmm. due diligence. Even when you're pricing cards, like think of, okay. So this is how I, I, I started to look at things. Jeremy, think of if you're on the other side of the table, you have your card, you're putting a price on it. Think about the arguments that these guys are going to say. Like they see a comp at this, they're going to bring it up. So now you know that how you're going to how you're going to deflect that comp. You know what I mean? Or prove yeah. that that comp was shield or blah blah blah, vice versa. Just do research. And it's like it's cool when you run into somebody. It's like if it was your card, how would you sell it? 
And if you get somebody who's honest, they're like, well, obviously I'm taking the same approach as you. And so I could see myself, if I stay in this hobby long enough, I could see myself being like that old guy only deals with like six people. Yeah. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because it's like, I can call you and you know what the deal is. I can call Don or Brodomath. I know what the deal is. I can sell with somebody. They know what the deal is. Exactly. I, I'm just I'm I'm happy that I got a mentor like you and Bro Namath where I could just pick up your scraps that you guys don't want your duplicates. You're you're a turd, man. You're a turd. I hope he kicks your ass for talking like that. I really do. I hope he throws you just a good old fashioned ass beating. We're gonna fight. You're gonna and you're gonna get your ass whipped. That's okay. As long as I go out swinging. Okay, so forty minutes into this, now let's actually get to the topic that we were supposed to start. Two episodes ago at the beginning. Yes. Selling your PC. And I have been thinking about this long and hard. And I want to preface everything I'm about to say with my theory for the hobby is you can participate and enjoy the hobby any way that you want. As long as you're respectful and kind to others, I don't care what you do. There's days where doing a free break is fun for the hobby. For us. There's days where you're up at 10 o'clock at night and your wife is cutting a promo, a wrestling <laughs> promo as the Hulkster. And that's fun. It's Sometimes it's creative. Sometimes it's like buying PC items. Sometimes it's ripping wax. Sometimes it's, you know, social media exchange with people. Sometimes it's, you know, whatever the hell it is. However you want to enjoy the hobby, that is okay. Yep. I don't. I don't have a title. I don't define myself as a, a, a flipper or investor or, or whatever. Like we buy cards that we like, we collect. Sometimes we sell cards that we don't like anymore. Or sometimes we buy cards for the sake of selling them again so we can have more money to buy cards that we like. Yep. Now, with that being said, we have collected Patrick Williams. That is our guy. Some of our most expensive cards that we've ever paid for for the sole purpose of keeping are our Patrick Williams mm-hmm. NBA's crazy right now. Bradley Beal was just traded to the Suns. Everybody's got all these rumors. Like everybody is speculating. And I think speculating is going to be the key word for this, for this conversation about who's the next big thing. I consume an alarming amount of NBA Stuff, whether it's in written form or podcast form, where you're getting into like, you know, what do executives think of players? You know, I'm reading scouting reports. And one thing that I think is going to happen, and I could be totally wrong, is I think that depending on what the Bulls do, there is going to be a run up on Patrick Williams stuff. And so let me give you like, he just turned 21. He's entering his fourth season. He missed a season with a broken wrist. He played all 82 games. He was the Bulls' best three-point shooter. He has got insane athletic ability. Like, he is – he's got all of that. And, like, the only knock on the guy is having that, like, go get it and be the guy. He's currently out west with DeMar DeRozan taking part, again, in the 5 a.m. workouts. So he has all these tools. And people are starting to talk about how his – stats the counting stats have been hindered as a result of being behind zach damar and booch three guys right 
the I think the consensus is the Bulls are going to do something. I don't think they're going to run back the same team. And the expectation is because he's AK, the guy who actually built the Nuggets, the Bulls' current, you know, guy, him and Mark Eversley, that was his draft pick. So mm-hmm. I suspect, and I've been thinking about this a lot, let's say we get into October, plays in a preseason game, he throws it down on somebody's head, like a sports center type dunk. And he has those because he has he has hops like that, you know, compared to Kawhi. He'll block somebody. He'll do something. People are going to look at the fact that he's improved every single year. He is just 21 years old, played all 82 games, can shoot 40% from three. He's got a good mid-range game. He's working on his handles. He's got springs. He's got crazy ups. Remember, a player doesn't have to be good. There just has to be this, this, this buzz or this hype about him. And so I'm thinking, think of all the great players. Giannis's numbers are kind of down unless you got in, you know, in 2013, 2014. Kawhi's stuff's down. And these are guys who have won championships. These are guys who have won MVPs. Is Patrick Williams going to be the greatest basketball player of all time or legendary top five, top 10, top 15? I think the odds are against it. So at what point do I responsibly maybe sell a couple of those cards during that buzz, take some of my money out, and and, and keep it moving, find other players to buy, other stuff to go after? Mm-hmm. And it's something that, like, because I'm aware, like, I think you're only going to have one or two opportunities to do that before he becomes just a, a veteran, you know, mm-hmm. He's 24, 25, all of a sudden he's just a, a 3 and D guy. At 21, that buzz builds up. Yeah. Do you have do you have are you are you fearful if you do sell it getting negative like feedback? No, I am no man, you, you know okay. us. You know, no, no, no. I know I know you guys. I just wanted to I, I no, kind of want to make it clear because I there is people out there that are scared to sell their PC because of that factor. Yeah, no, I mean, so it was just like I never considered selling it. Like it just, we buy Patrick Williams and like over the last few weeks, I've sold some like numbered stuff autos out of 10, but it's like flux stuff off of Chronicles hoops, like lesser brands. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like, you know, if, if a buzz builds up and something gets squirrely, like let's say a, um, you know, a flawless out of 25 or an NT out of 75 gets up to like, you know, seven eight nine k and i'm only into the card for you know seven eight hundred a thousand bucks wouldn't it make sense to sell it because at that point i've like you know i've made big upside in that kind of covered the cost of the logo man and i still have you know a lot of stuff and so i was like i've never actually been in this position where i think like hey i might i might be forced to do something i don't like in my heart really want to do but like my brain tells me like get some of that money back yeah, I would sell. If I were you, I'd sell everything but that logo, man. If it if his prices go up, right? I mean, I, I mean, like, and so it's weird because some of the lower end stuff is like you know, it's like kind of it's it's cheap relative to where we were buying it. Yep. And some of the high end stuff is still in high end for Patrick Williams, not high end in the NBA in general because there's there's stuff that's just insane. But some of his stuff is still like it's still cooking and going for quite a bit. Yeah. You need right. to do an episode, by the way, 
this is kind of sidetrack of all your Patrick Williams. I know you did it in the past, but I think you need to do an updated video. Yeah, every time I want to do it, there's like more at grading, or I'm like, oh, I can't yeah. do it without showing up this one or or doing that one. And so I was like thinking, like in my mind, I'm like, okay, if I had to sell, what would I sell? And the first thing, the only thing that makes sense to me is like I would sell cards that I feel like I'd be able to buy back. Yep. Like what card could I sell that's gonna yield like net me the greatest return that I feel like confident like in a couple of years that I could potentially buy back, you know, mm-hmm. maybe for less. Yeah, like like the lower end brands like hoops, flux, all that. I mean, not to sound like a arrogant ass, but we've gotten to the point now where I think outside of like um Courtney got me this awesome um obsidian white etch. It's like super, super, super short print, like um, outside of that card, everything is like prism, optic, national treasures are flawless. Yep. There might be an impeccable out of 10 Oh, and Panini one, but there's like, no, like there's a contenders shimmer out of 20. And so I'm thinking like, maybe I would sell that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know. Is this banking on, are you thinking that they're trading Zach Levine? I'm not sure, man. It's been they, like, they need to trade him or Demar. Or they need to trade Demar for sure. Well, I, th- I think you know with the the CBA, the fact that Zach, when he was healthy after December, he averaged almost twenty seven points a game. He's locked up for the next four years, and as the salary cap continues to increase, to have a guy in his physical prime, right there, kind of makes sense, and he probably nets you the greatest return because they're they're void of like any real draft capital. Yeah, like, because they traded away in the Wendell Carter to get Vooch. The one thing they've got going for them is if if um, there's something with the Blazers and the Blazers own the third pick where, like, you know, maybe you're able to get that from them because there's something where they have to satisfy with the Bulls before they can move another first-round pick. It's, it's something weird, but there is, like, the chance where if, like, the Trailblazers go all in to keep Dame happy where somehow, like, the Bulls end up with that pick. Okay. Yeah, I was just curious. I, I, that is a good question to ask the community, though, is, like, everyone has a PC. I have two of them, right? I have Fred Rico, and I – the same. He's – if you read up the news on him, like, read the news, he was coming back from an ACL, so he hasn't been able to play, like, a full 90. They're kind of working him in mm-hmm. from his ACL tear. The dude's scoring when he comes in at, like, the 60, 70 minute. He scored with Italy. I, I don't know if you saw that video yeah. I posted. Scored for the third place um, against – I forgot who it was, but, he, um, yeah, scored against them. And then uh, I was reading articles, and they said that this guy can be a potential steal because by next year the guy's going to be full effect. And back in Euros 2020, prior to the ACL, that dude was unstoppable, one of the best wingers. Yeah, so I don't know. It's, it comes to the point, like, if he makes a move and his prices go – I don't have, like, cards like you do, like – like you know soccer cards he doesn't have that many but i don't know do i sell it like the other one nomar his market's never really gonna go up yeah so that's kind of like a hold for a while yeah it was just it's something like and and to be clear i wasn't i'm not i don't want to like if i had i would love to have like just every single card you ever seen that picture what is it the guy who is it the guy who owns drob is that am i saying that right yeah yeah, he has Messi. all those messy cards, and he took that picture, and there was just messy cards everywhere. Yeah, like I think that's like hobby goals for like the P. Will, but I'm not in that tax bracket yet. 
So I'm thinking like, if this comes up, am I prepared? And the answer is like, I don't think I'm prepared, but if I had to, I've like started auditing my own collection to see like, okay, what would I move? What mm-hmm. could I give back? Like kind of proud of the fact that I think we're at double digits of one ones for rookies. So I'm probably not moving those. Yeah. Um, the optic gold out of 10 with the on-card auto that I think you pointed out at national a couple years ago is one of my favorite cards. I love the on-card and just the fact that it's optic gold is uh, probably not moving that one. And then, so I'm like, okay, well, some of the prism gold autos I would move just because, you know, sticker, but I'm like, man, I kind of like having them. Like I have three of the 10 prism gold autos. And so I'm like, What's your plans when Fanatics takes over and you get Topps Chrome? That's going to be sick to get some Patrick William Top Chrome cards. Yeah, I'm like, I'm just, I was just, I've been thinking about it a lot. And typically, I don't think of like, you know, I'm an airhead. If it's not mm-hmm. important to me, I don't think about it. But the fact that I just kept in this like lingering, and it, and it might be, you know what, it might be, it might be a, a thing where like I sell now, it, I roll that money, and instead of having one Patrick Williams card. Down the road, six, 12 months, I'm able to buy two or three because I made that yeah. move. What happens if he gets traded? Do you plan on selling because he's not on your pools? I, I, you know what? I, I, so I, I, I posed that question to myself and then I like rejected it. And my brain turned off. Like, I don't want to be put, I don't want to <laughs> be put. Error, error. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you ever done that? Like, you know, like, like, let's say you're, you're fighting with wifey and like, she sits down and you're like, you're not prepared to have that difficult conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I see that on TV. I've never once had a difficult conversation with court, but I imagine, <laughs> that's, what it, I imagine <laughs> that's what it feels like. It's like, I thought about, I'm like, what if he gets, what if he gets moved? Like, what if he's the one that gets like the bulls can get up to number two and get scoot and then like flip Demar and all of a sudden, like. Yeah, you know, just because I hold P. Will in high regard, and I feel like the front office does, doesn't mean like that like he's invincible. Oh, you know yes. what I mean? Like he, he can be moved, and so like yeah. I'd start breaking it down. Like, yep, can't do it, can't do it. We're not even going to manifest that. We're not going to think it into existence. I'm going to tell you one thing. I think, I think Victor Wambayama might be the next Porzingis, but Scoot, Scoot is good. So if you can get, he looks like a bad boy. Yeah, you you should trade up. It, it, it for your PC, no, but for the Bulls' sake and you guys being better, I think that'd be huge. So if anybody doesn't do this, like I love, like I don't really ever personalize things. When I was a kid, I used to have like my phone personalized. I used to have like my laptop personalized, my desktop personalized. I really don't do that anymore. Like maybe once in a while, I have Amelia adjust the background, but like. I don't mess with widgets. I don't really do anything. But what I did do is I went into Twitter and I created lists. And so like, I've got one for NBA. So it's like nothing but beat writers. And then I've got it broken down into bold. Yes. So I just go in there and I I refresh my feed and it's nothing but like, you know, especially during trade deadline. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. How do you do that? (laughs) I'll I'll show you. All right. So like, Twitter. Look at this. The old dog teaching the younger one. All right, so you see right here? List. Yeah. All right. And then so like I've got it. So. Oh, mine's cards. No wonder. 
so like you go to right here, I've got this one is just bulls. So this one's any beat writer, anybody does any sort of reporting on bulls, anybody talks about bulls, I go, go right like here. Top. Yep. Oh no, you just click the thing. Yeah, yeah. So it almost it's still like set up like and then you create whoever you want in there. So like you see this one, I'm following 37 people. Check that out. Oh. And then, it, then it's like operates just normally like Twitter does, but it's nothing but bulls people. And so I found like that's a great way. Um, there you go. Huh. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. So I, I love doing that. And so like I do it like by sport and by teams that I like. And so um, it's like something similar. I was like, I was talking with 504. Cause he's like looking at like, you know, potentially getting into like a Franz PC and stuff like that. That piece of shit. <laughs> but I, 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 so like, I love like hearing what the beat writers, I love. Yep. Yep. And like, so there's a, there's a reporter for the bulls. His name's Casey Johnson. Mm -hmm. I think he's absolutely spectacular. When I was in school for radio and TV, he was the first person like the ever big person that we had come on as a guest. Yep. And so, like, he's always, like, at a, a part in my heart. And so this year, like, there was, like, Pat was coming off a bad stretch of games, and he was incredibly critical of him, as he should, because that's yep. his job. But I was like, you motherfucker. Keep Pat's, <laughs> you name, traitor. Out your, you keep Pat's name out your mouth, man. We need. We should have – see. get a hold of him, see if he wants to come on too thick and see, talk Bulls draft. <laughs> Dude, I, I am so, like, yeah, this, this trade thing. Like, so today when I was working out, normally I had music. I was yeah. just listening to a podcast all about like trade deadlines and salary cap experts of what certain moves could mean. And I'm like, I'm just so ready for the draft to get here. When's the draft? This week. It is? Yes. Okay. So here, I want to bring this up to you. I, 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 you know about it, but I want to see what the community thinks as well. Um, I bought this at a card store this week for 60 bucks. That's awesome. These were going for like 180. And the reason I bought it is because of the twins. The Thompson twins are in this. And they are like highly rated on this draft. Yeah, I think the one brother's projected to go two or three, and the other one like mid to high teens. Yeah. So Ahmed or Ahmed is like the one that's supposed to go really high. And that's the one right here. So I was thinking for 60 bucks, if I could open it, pull one of his autos, I'm curious what they go for. Because he has an auto out there. So, I mean, if he gets on your team, I mean, why not? They're that almost watch. becomes like the um, like the Bowman first, yeah. right, for basketball because it's like truly their first licensed product that they autographed. They were – there was a thing – so there was rumors that he – that Thompson brother might go to uh, get traded for Jalen Green. So that type of level – of uh comparison but it got shot down i'll say that but it says it said rockets set on um, ahmed thompson ahmed thompson at four and his brother to detroit at five and that wow. was two days ago so if these brothers go back to back imagine the hype and they're both in this product oh, that's nuts i just want <laughs> i wanted to bring it up because there's people i mean 60 bucks for a hobby box is insane Two autos, and then, like you get some color, you get some colored and numbered stuff in that, right? Yeah. So just imagine his brother coming to Pistons. This thing's gonna be hot. Yeah, and we didn't even talk about like the stuff that like 
Um, like a lot of people, not a lot of people, but there's been reports that the expectation is by by draft night Zion's gone. Yeah, and he that for a high pick, right? Mm-hmm. Please, mm-hmm. I, I I know you, I know people bash him and everything, but man, I hope he goes to Dallas. Luca needs a big man, and that dude will help Luca a lot. Yeah, I mean, somebody's gonna do something, but it's I think it's gonna be wild. I think like. Everybody's waiting to see if Dame actually asks out of Portland, what Portland's going to do, because like how many, how many more years can you go not like legitimately competing? Yeah. So like the one thing that we hear a lot here in or like, you know, for the bulls is like, at what point do they come and say, Hey, we're willing to give you Anthony Simon, Shaden Sharp, that number three pick. We want DeMar and Alex Caruso. Isn't that like, I, I want, you would do that trade for Dame? Not for Dame. Would it would be like the like the one that's been consistent is DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso, and maybe some stuff to make salary caps work. We take back really the the main pieces: Anthony Simon, Shaden Sharp, and then that draft pick. Oh, okay. They, you I know was... what's crazy about that is DeMar is a Hall of Fame basketball player. Yes. Alex Caruso's first team All Defense, and I would imagine on average Shaden Sharp. And Anthony Simon's cards sell for more. Yes. Yes. Because people are intrigued by the potential. Yeah. I mean, even Zach Levine cards aren't that great. And you just said he averaged 27 points a game. Until they do. I mean, Jimmy Butler, another pit. Is the Bulls market not great? Like, I would think they are, but the Bulls have always notoriously struggled to sign big name free agents. Oh. because of what happened, like, you know, there, there, there could be more to it, but really what happened with the, 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 the front office wins championships, not the players. Oh, and then like, you know, obviously the Derrick Rose knee situation was not handled the best. And so there's always been this, just like this pushback to get marquee free agents to sign here. Yeah. Like, I mean, you think that year when Bosch and LeBron went to Miami, the Bulls were in the running. You know what we settled with? Carlos Boozer. Give me that. He's an all-star. <laughs> he painted his hair on. That was pretty – that was a thing. You know who I liked from the Bulls? That He had, like, a spurt of, like, probably, like, 20 games. But I, I like, liked him. And now he's, like, off – like, he plays, but he's horrible as Gibson. Taj? Yeah, Taj Gibson. He had like a run where he was amazing. Remember Taj that? was like steady Eddie. He's still in the league. I think like he was with the Wizards last year. It was like just Knicks. Time. I think I thought I saw him with the Knicks. Pretty sure it was Wizards last year. Was it Wizards? But yeah, wasn't he like at one point like really good? Yeah, he was. The Bulls. He was, he was never like great, but he's always been solid. Yeah, he was with the Wizards last year. Okay. Yeah, man. He's uh 37 years old. Been in the league for, for quite a while now. That's yeah, that's crazy. Quite a while. So that was that was quite the that was quite the breaking wax meets too thick meets like a little bit of seriousness kind of episode. I liked it. I so liked that. it. So I so hope things, everyone... I want to know what people are gonna do PC wise, and I want to know people's riders. I love like best rider, we should do something. Like you said rider? Yeah. Like sports rider? Oh boy. 
I'm trying to get what you're saying. You're saying go back rider. Up to thickest, go back up to thickest of the week, my friend. Please pull that back up. Can you show this? Oh, rider. Okay. I thought well, you were talking about news analysts like rider. So I'm like, you want people? You want to know people's favorite? Like, no, I want to hear what the Ficklows need. Yes. Yes. Okay. Hell Mary sending you. Hell Mary sending you foot picks and talking about buying cases of beer. I know you, you saw and that. that matter constantly beefing on Twitter. Like, I want to know what these psychopaths need in their rider. I love how you just like call them psychopaths. Same sentence. <laughs> I think that we got to we got to figure this out, man. We have to make this happen. Two thick riders, not the number two, but two thick, the thick low riders. Yep. Share them. Whoever has the best, maybe we give a free shirt. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, something like that, because that would be entertaining to read it. Like we take the best, you know. I, fi- I figure how much fan mail did we get last week? Was it like 475? Yeah. I thought it was like 530. So, I mean, we, we sift through, we have the interns read them. Yep, we pick out like the top five. We share those or something along those lines. And whatever one is the most well-received. I like oh, and we have to do it. Like we have to do it like USA style, like where we're going to say like the public has a, like, like this is democratic. However, yeah. like you and me are going to carry like our votes are each worth like five, and then like yeah, the yeah. audience gets like one vote. Yeah, yeah, and then we put our votes in at like three in the morning, so then they, mm-hmm. it looks like someone else won, and then we switch it on them. I like it. <laughs> no, we need to have we need to we uh we should have done something where we set a, a giveaway in the beginning and then switched yeah. it up at the end, so then Austin would have commented on the. The, the giveaway in the beginning and not made it to the end. There you go. So there next time. Go. Next time. Well, it's been a, a, just an absolute pleasure, my friend. I am going to go to bed. I am tired this evening. Yeah. yeah. What, I'm waiting. What's that? I'm waiting. Smash. Oh, and shout out to Courtney for letting me use her office to record tonight. Smash. 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 In honor of the Booker T, we hit that five times. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And we appreciate every Thickle O out there. Leave feedback. We love it. Five star. Google. Hit us up on Yelp. Hit Manny on Grindr. Hit me on Farmers Only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So with that, I hope you guys enjoyed your hobby release. We will be back shortly. And with that, peace. Thank you.